Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode Y107. I'm your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host to my left. He is the 10th wonder of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickalicious himself, Richard Garcia. Hey, what's going on, everyone? How y'all doing? And also joining us, you know him, you love him, you might hate him. He is the most handsomest man alive, the COVID cutie, Byron Pagdalau. Glad to be back, guys, on a Monday, also, a lovely Monday. Also the oh, Pinoy powerhouse. Pinoy. Oh man, um, yeah, we we're coming we're coming to you live recording on a Monday, um, and it's it's got it's taken us a while to get to this show because you know with with all the, the protests and and everything going on in the world, it just one wrestling has, hasn't been like on the forefront of my thoughts or my my attention, and you know there's there's just bigger things afoot in this world than uh, you know covering <clears throat> wrestling. Um, how are you guys doing? Uh, doing all this, uh, Los Angeles has been a, has been a, it's been a, I don't want to say war zone, um, but it, it's got pretty crazy out there, uh, especially especially the first week of all the protests and, you know, rioting and looting that went along with it. Um, how are you guys doing? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like as we were watching the news, or as I was watching the news, I just hear "Burn It Down" by Seth Rollins' music the whole time. Um, but like, like we said earlier before, I, I think it's a given and a, people should know that this, everyone on this podcast, at least is in a hundred percent support of black lives matter. It's not even a question like black lives matter, black Absolutely. lives matter. It's like mm-hmm. it's insane. It's, it's, it's been like the perfect shitstorm of events from the pandemic to people like the depression, the econ- economic depression with people staying at home. And now we have like, you know, What's always been around, which is the sickest shit ever, is, you know, all the racism and systematic racism that's been exposed and the fucking bullshit police brutality. It's It's been a rough week. Like, we've, I've had a lot of tough conversations with a lot of my friends, some cop friends and like, yeah, like co-workers. It's, it's, it's a weird it's a weird time. And yeah, make no mistake again. Like, so no one gets it twisted. All of us here are fully in support of Black Lives Matter. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 not even a question. It's not like a touchy subject for us. It's it's been that way for I I mean, going back to like when Colin Kaepernick was taking his knee, like I knew it wasn't about oh, he's disrespecting the flag by taking it. Like no, the 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 problem was a lot bigger than him just uh taking a knee and them taking it as oh, he's just disrespecting the flag. Like it it was never about that. Um and I'm glad that like the NFL is finally coming around and being like yeah we fucked up um players have a right to peaceful protest um how are you doing dick just uh taking it taking it day by day uh right now we're uh, i believe what is it day eight of uh of the protest uh at first it was i mean i can only speak for la um the first couple days were pretty hectic from what we saw um news coverage local news was uh 24/7 even online uh you could see uh the looting you saw really more of the looting yeah and of the of the rioters than really the protesters themselves and then as the days went along um the, the protests uh, became it was for the most part they've been peaceful uh um, now they've been great yeah 
now they've been, they've been peaceful. Um, you really haven't heard any looting, especially in the LA area. Um, first couple of days, it was pretty bad, but as the days went on, it, it, there was none. Um, on my area, uh, we've had protests out in the San Gabriel Valley. That's where, that's where I'm living at. Um, no looting. Everything's been peaceful. I've heard everyone telling me when I went, I went to the protests, it was all peaceful. It was all love. Uh, no problems whatsoever. Uh, for those that did encounter problems at the protests, you know, my um, my heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to those that are protesting. As as a matter of fact, uh, they're while um, we're doing this, yeah, abs- yeah, they're absolutely exercising uh, their uh, their First Amendment right to go out and and, uh, and assemble. Uh, I, I I'm I'm all for that. And it's it's it shows you like the hypocrisy of like the people that were, you know, protesting because they didn't want to be inside and they wanted to get haircuts, um, right. And that that's what that was them exercising their their right to to protest. And then when it comes to like bigger problems and like things that don't Real concern problem. them, um, they're the first ones to say that they shouldn't be out protesting, which I think is is a crock of shit. Such a big crock of shit. And it's just it's 2020. And it's kind of crazy because all of us, I know for a fact, obviously, because we kind of grew up in the same area. We're lucky enough to grow, grow up with like minorities and like yeah. people of color. So I don't think it's crazy to see that now, like we're adults and we see a lot more people dealing like, you know, larger scale. It's still trips me out because we were never exposed to that as kids and like young adults. But now it's just fucking rampant. It's, it's so insane. The racism that that occurs that a lot of us who are lucky were always blinded or like ignorant to. So it's 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 bullshit. Yeah. Like if I get if I get pulled over, I'm, I'm worried about getting a ticket. I'm not worried about, right. you know, having a have to deal with a guy pulling his gun on me um because he, right, he right. just automatically thinks i'm suspicious because of the color of my skin um or just or just how i look i mean i i've had encounters where yeah, i've you, gotten i've gotten pulled over just because of how i looked and um it you know luckily there wasn't a gun drawn on me but just the first 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 response is just based on your look you fit the description and Ooh, right. um it's and it's it's not just with and it's not just with um with with law enforcement as well um in in my job i've dealt with customers who who are racist you know as long as they 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 stay here that you have a, a hispanic last name um they go off on it, it it doesn't matter like if you if you speak spanish or not or speak english or not it doesn't matter um they see you as as a problem um and it's not just exclusive to Latinos. It's also exclusive to um, Asians, especially Blacks. It's, it's it, it happens to it, it happens to to all of us, and this needs yeah. to stop. It absolutely right. has to stop at this point. I thought we were past that, but unfortunately, we're not. And just you're definitely our who's gone wild looking fool, Dick, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Shout out to them. Um, yeah, it's it's just. I mean, I'm glad this light is being shined. Um, on something that people either didn't think was a big deal, um, but we literally are watching the worst uh, of the worst. You know, you, when you see peaceful protesters and then just cops standing there, full on military riot gear, and they're literally just spraying people out of their car as they drive by. Um, people that are just obviously being vocal, but not just doing anything wrong. Um, they're just spraying, they're doing drive-by like mace things and pepper ball shootings. I've seen a, a video and that's another thing. Like I, social media is just like ma- made this even bigger. 
everyone has a has a camera in their pocket um and you see the best and the worst out there and it's 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 a lot of it's disheartening because i see people um that are protesting bruti- police brutality getting brutalized by the police at a police brutal you know. And and it's really it's really more the militarization of the police force, and this has been going on for the past seventy years. And I'm all yeah. for defunding the police department. There's right. no reason why the LAPD needs tanks, you know. Yeah, and, it's, it's and people think much. like when 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 we say they need to be defunded, they think that oh well, then who's going to come to your house? Who's going to come to your house? They're not going to have any money. Like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about taking their budget and going with a fine tooth comb and deciding, okay, they don't need, you know, tanks. They don't need all this stuff. Like, we can we can shave some of that off and give it back to the actual communities. Um, there, there's a and lot. That crime is still. Absolutely. When you give kids things to do after school. Um, they're not going out and trying to get into trouble, you know, or, or you know, stuff like that. It's it, it's it's a trickle down thing, you know. It, it's not just like uh, the police are out to get us. It's you know we're brought up in a, a certain way, and um, we're systematic. It's it's total racism because even even after this week, I've been thinking about all my, uh, you know, all my interactions with police, and every time I get pulled over. I would in, uh, instantly become a cuck and be so soft and nice and, oh, like, oh, what do you need, officer? You know, like, really cuck yeah. out. <laughs> and it shouldn't have to Super be the case. Simple. Like, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Am I that big of a bitch to, like, I don't know. But, yeah, it's ingrained in us, and that, that shit needs to change. It's crazy. Hopefully this will be the, the, the tip of the iceberg and we can start really seeing some change. Um and as long as they keep protesting, a lot's happened right. since they started protesting. Um, so donate, protest, and all that stuff. Keep doing it. I know I just got a, I just got paid extra, so I'm gonna start donating stuff tonight. Uh, however you want to help, whatever, support the cause, peeps. Absolutely, and yeah, don't forget to vote. To, real quickly, uh, shout out to those that are protesting. Uh, you guys are doing. Um, you guys are exercising your First Amendment right to go out there. Uh, God, more power to you guys. Yeah. Um, but like Byron said, remember, donate. just remember, come November, remember um, how your pol- politicians and people in power reacted to all this. Don't forget any of it um, and put your vote to work uh, come elections, you know, um, and I, that's hopefully we can get this orange shit staying out of this the White House sooner yeah, the better. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon wants them there, though, so. <laughs> Oh man! Well, that was our that was our that piece. Was, that right. was hard, um, and this does reflect to us in the wrestling world because uh, it seems like there's a, not only a unanimous support in support of Black Lives Matter, or rather in support of the protest, but it seems like um, the wrestlers they're they're generally on on the side of uh, of reforming change. Um, one one tweet from from Jackson Riker, uh, I thought that was interesting was that he was in full support of Donald Trump and he used his uh, catchphrase from um, his, his catchphrase as, as Jackson Reichler himself. Um, I'm not sure. I forgot what the, I, I don't have it on the top of my head as far as what he would say uh, as, as far as his catchphrase goes, but. Um, like never forgotten or something like that. Yes. And Kevin Owens responded in, in, in a tweet saying like, first of all, like he said, you, you have the right to your, to whatever you want to say is fine, but 
the fact that you had to use your your catchphrase to put yourself over in that is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like essentially, he called out Riker on on that, and uh, he he wasn't the only one. As even as even his teammates were kind of distancing himself themselves away from um from from Jackson Riker. Yeah, you had so guys he, like Ali come out and say stuff. Um, Ricochet. Um, I, I didn't follow the whole story, but I, I know that he's not allowed to like say things and not get checked by the rest of the locker room. And um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens to the Forgotten Sons. Um, yeah, because when I first saw that, I'm, I'm thinking this. I hope to God they're not using this as an angle because that would just be uh, that would be beyond tasteless. But ooh. then again, this is WWE we're talking about, so yeah, um, it looks like that may not be the case, and that that really was. Kevin Steen, the person telling him, "Hey, you know that's pretty shitty. You're you're trying to play this into an angle." Yeah. Um, shouts out to uh, Keith Lee last night at the In Your House. We're, we'll give our thoughts on that too. Uh, rocking the uh, Black Lives Matter on a trunk. I marked out big time for that. Um, sure. and then once I saw that, I knew he he was going to be okay in that match. Which that was a match of the night too. Him and Gargano, uh, probably yeah, yeah. had match of the night for sure. Um, and with that said, let's just, uh, I don't think we have that, that much news other than, uh, current events. Let's I mean, get into, uh, uh, the protests were taking over. Yeah. Right. Um, let's get into in your house. That was last night. Uh, what'd you guys think of the pay-per-view? Um, NXT, uh, hasn't had a bad pay-per-view. Uh, again, this one probably didn't have as much theme because of current events and, um, the pandemic, but I still thought they brought it. I think out of all the brands, I'm not just saying that because I'm a WWE homer, but I think NXT is uh, overall best, uh, you know, brings the best package of shows by far. Mm, going to disagree with you on that. Um, I thought it was a good <laughs> show. Um, definitely not better than Double or Nothing. Um, Stadium. Oh, I thought it was. What? Yeah. Minus that last match. The last match is probably their savior. But as a whole card, like I was more sports entertained the whole time uh, with NXT. Okay, I mean, I'll I'll give you whatever whatever you think. You, your your opinion matters here, um, <laughs> whether it's right or wrong, you know. Um, but you know, the Stadium Stampede for me has been the best cinematic match out of all of them, and they tried to do it last night with Adam Cole and Ricochet or. Uh, Velveteen Dream. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name right now. Um, what did you guys think of that match? I I thought um, I don't know. It was okay. I thought it was okay. Uh, I agree. It was probably the most disappointing of most uh, cinematic matches. That's not, that's not saying it's bad. Just not the greatest. And and 100% to be honest, I was kind of disappointed in the, the finish. Like the result is what I mean. Because there's so much yeah. that they could have done that I feel like they didn't do. Right, um, right. They, uh, it, it, Adam Cole got gets the win doing with the uh, Panama Sunrise on the chairs, uh, that were that were brought into the ring, uh, but yeah, it, it kind of just was like, oh, that's that's it, that was the finish, okay. Um, Dexter Loomis is still involved somehow. I'm not really sure what his deal is. They had him doing art on TV, which kind of confused me. I don't know what I don't know what his gimmick is now. I thought I knew like, oh, he's like Dexter from Dexter. Um, now he's and he's like, actually a pretty good artist, by the way. Oh, is oh, like a because I, I yeah because um WWE did release a clip online where like they like they showed the extended cut of, of the interview they had last Wednesday on uh, on NXT, and he was actually drawing. He was actually drawing the entire the entire way. It was, it was uh 
they they obviously fast framed it, but they he did draw the entire sketch with him uh, kidnapping the rest of Undisputed Era, which, by the way, they're still missing at this moment as of today. He threw them in the trunk, and they're gone. Yeah, and they're gone. Oh, let me ask you this real quick. Did you guys want Velveteen to? Uh, what do you guys think of the result itself? Uh, you think it's time for Adam Cole to give that up, or you, you guys okay with him still uh, running the show at NXT? Before the match, I wanted, I, I said I wanted Velveteen to win this match. I feel like he's been in NXT for so long. He, I mean, yeah, he's had some injuries, but he, they never really went all in and like I thought they would probably go. Uh, maybe. His recent like scandal got him in a little bit of hot water, and they didn't want to put the belt on him just yet. Uh, but I, I thought BLM was the perfect time to put the belt on him. Uh, but I guess they did that with Apollo Crews already, so that we can't have too many. Keith Lee too. Oh, and Keith Lee, yes, obviously. Um, the thing with Velveteen Dream is that he's been so cold lately. Ever since he came back, I don't know how he would be with the fans right now. I don't know if the fans would. I don't, I don't know if he would be, he would be necessarily hotter or colder. Um, so if you were to put the belt on him right now, it probably would have been the best time because you, he needs something. there's no fans. There's no fans. So, you know, let's see what he can, let's just, let's just go with it. With Adam Cole, he's, he's had it for well over a year. Um, I, I feel like it's time for him to move on. I, I think it's time. I think he should, he should be at the main roster already. Uh, there's no point of him being in NXT for two years. Uh, <clears throat> He needs to be on the main roster. Well, the question they, remains. No, go ahead. If they if they want to compete, they they got to keep guys down in NXT. If obviously they want to compete with AEW, they're going to have to keep right, guys yeah. down there longer. Um, so I can see why they wouldn't be so quick. Uh, Matt Riddle was a guy that was kind of on the outside um, of the bubble, but you look at Undisputed Era, they're like the anchor for that whole show. They've been uh, there for the past two years. Um, so to, to but I, call them but out, I feel like, go ahead. I feel like now's the time. Like it's, they've been there for two years. They did everything they could. They've captured all the gold. It's, it's time to move on. I mean, Adam, Adam Cole to me, he's at his peak right now. Who um, could take that place though? Uh, that's a pretty big chunk of the, the roster you'd be taking out, especially right. during all this Corona stuff. Um, you know, we were supposed to get Finn Balor versus Walter for this and, can't, That's that true. can't happen right now. He had to fight Damian Priest, and he actually had a pretty good match with him too. Uh, yeah, it's probably second best match of the night. To be yeah, I, I would agree. Um, but yeah, I think it's time for them to get called up. I'm just worried that they can't because they don't really have anybody else. Really. Now, here's another thing. Maybe it's also maybe they're also at the, at the same time. Maybe Dream is going to get called up, and he might go to the main roster. That's Even what I was writing. Why he probably lost last night is gonna, they're going to call him up. He, he can go to Raw. Riddle can go to SmackDown. Velveteen can go to Raw. I'm just worried. You know, look at the track record. Look at where's Ricochet been, dude? Oh, shit. He's been missing anything with Ricochet. He's, is he injured? I don't think I saw anything about him being he's, injured. I know he, him and uh, Cedric Alexander were, uh, were a tag team. Yeah. They're, still a ta- they're still a tag team. But right. before that, they weren't really doing anything with Ricochet. And you figure, like, how can you mess up Ricochet? Yeah, I mean this 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 guy's a natural baby face. Yeah. I mean his moves, his work alone will get himself over, but they found a way. I can imagine them doing that to Ricochet in AEW. I really couldn't. My I wonder is, though. Oh, go ahead. My thing is if my thing is like with El Velveteen Dream, he's I don't think he's ready. Like he's not ready yet. He still needs more time. I think 
even even having him win the NXT Championship, I don't think he's. I, I think have him have him hold the North American title for a little bit longer and then go after the NXT Championship. He benefits most in NXT, even that extra extra year or so. Because keep in mind, he was out for six. He was out for what four or five months. He's out for a while. Yeah, he was out for a good while. So the injury definitely it, it definitely delayed. It, it definitely offset whatever trajectory he was going to have. If the injury didn't happen, I'd say go ahead and call him up. But uh, uh, that set him back a few months, and I don't know. I mean, if they call him to the main roster, I have my doubts. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and then uh, we got to talk about the main event. Io Shirai wins the NXT Women's Championship from uh, Charlotte and Diarrhea. What did you guys think of that match? That was it was a good ass match too. I mean, I was NXT very, I was very sports entertained with that match. Also, um, good ending too. Wow, that finish was fantastic. Minus the ouchie, but like uh, it, it felt bad for his face. Yeah, Rhea yeah. got it right in the face, dude. I felt I felt bad for her once I saw this. Like, oh shit! Ouch! And she ate the pin. And she ate, and the, she pin, ate so. the pin. Yeah, shit. that. I mean, seeing how they they went with the with the NXT Championship with the men's championship first made me realize that th- that they're gonna change. They're gonna change. Uh, they're gonna that uh, Charlotte was gonna drop the uh, drop the belt. But um, I didn't th- I didn't expect Eel to win. I wasn't surprised actually disappointed that Rhea ate the pin well i don't know charlotte couldn't do it obviously yeah no way no way I, yeah woman reigns doesn't lay down for nobody i don't know what i don't know what they were thinking i mean i don't know why they're thinking of having a triple threat match i mean it came out great but what is the point of having charlotte on there what are they trying to do are they trying to build Rhea up because she has not been as hot as she was a few months ago. No, oh, she was gone. To... Didn't she have visa issues or some shit? It, it, it was out... rumored, but uh, she. It turned out that wasn't fine. the case. Yeah, um, I think, I think Charlotte was there to pop a number, and it didn't really do that. Charlotte was on all three brands for the last few weeks. Um, yeah, so she she's been hardworking, but at the same time, um, it, I don't think it really did much for NXT to have her as a champion because she just came and shit on everybody. She's like too OP. It was more, it, it was more harm than good. And not only that, like you, you put her on all three shows in a certain, in a couple of weeks, she's getting overexposed. Like uh, as if fans are tired of her. I mean, if, if fans are tired of her, then they'll be tired of her now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it did bring some awareness to the NXT women's championship, but she never defended it on any other show. Right, I no, she didn't. She didn't. I think she only uh, defended it strictly on Raw. I mean, excuse me, on NXT. Yeah, I, it would have been cool to see an NXT match on the main roster. You know, I mean, aside from her and Oscar last week having the the champion versus champion match, which by the way ended in a in a bullshit in a bullshit uh, no contest. Well, actually, no, it was a bullshit countout finish. I yeah, it was say. a double countout. Yeah, it was a. Um, uh, it didn't even it didn't even do anything for that. I mean, I would want to say I want to give them the benefit of the doubt to see what's the end goal right here because there has to be an end goal. Charlotte needs to put someone over. Not a chance. But buddy. I, I I don't know. I I, I don't yeah, no, I, I don't I don't <laughs> see what the end goal is. This but. is woman reigns we're talking about. All right, she don't lay down for nobody, dude. 
Um, I, I seen a I seen a get uh, a meme. It was like all the different versions of Charlotte. Like you had Lacey as military Charlotte, and then you you had um, what was it? Uh, Dana Brooke as Jobber Charlotte. Um, oh, wow. Alexa Bliss was like uh, pretty Charlotte. Like they had all the different blondes, but they were all different kinds of Charlottes. It was pretty funny. And then the last oh, wow. one was Roman Reigns as a uh, woman Charlotte or a man Charlotte. Man Charlotte. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to be doing with Charlotte. I mean, I think she's great. I just don't think she is. She doesn't do anything for anybody else but herself. And I feel like that's the problem. She at least her dad like would do the job to everybody. He might have been. Oh, the, for sure. He might have been the 16th time world champion, but he lost every other match he was ever in. Um, exactly. And that's I think he that's made what it a people, goal to make new stars out of out of um, the people he was in the ring with. Uh, obviously, Sting, to a lesser extent, Lex Luger. He, he um, Ricky, Ricky Steamboat. Yep. I mean, even though Ricky Steamboat was already a star uh, by the time he faced Flair, Terry Fuck was already a, a, a legend before he faced Flair. Uh, Flair would either make you a star or he'll make you a legend. Uh, we haven't quite seen that yet with Charlotte. It's not her fault. It's just how that she's how she's booked in, oh. in a way where like she can't lose for that she that she has to be in the title picture every every so often. I mean, hell, um, I, I I was watching Raw. I'm actually watching Raw in the background, but they just did a uh, a triple threat tag match for the uh, women's tag team championship with Charlotte and Oscar. The oh. the day after she loses the NXT championship, she's in a championship match. That's so crazy, dude. Figure. Um. Shouts out to all the Joshi wrestlers, though. You got Cheetah, Asuka, and now Io Shirai all representing um, Joshi wrestling, and they're all champions in like their respective brands. Um, that's I, kind I, of insane, right? That's that's so dope. And and how they're portrayed in a positive light as well. Like they're yeah. they're they're not they're they're not doing the stereotypical uh, Japanese gimmick that they did back in the nineties. They're being themselves and they're being over. Yeah. I mean, even though Asuka, they're kind of doing a little exaggerated Japanese <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But it, it's Man. working for her. I, I, I still have a problem with Kyrie Saint coming out with an umbrella. But other than that, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, I'll take that I'm over wor- the steering wheel. Actually, I'd rather have the steering wheel than the than the yeah, she, traditional Japanese umbrella. She needs, she needs to get insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> needs health insurance. Some Geico. They think highly of Geico, for sure, huh? Of EO? I never thought it was gonna be that big. She got the confetti treatment last night. That's oh. when you know you're you're like streamers. Yeah, everything. I, see, yeah. I wish I wish it was at a live. I wish it was a live audience, like an actual like right, right. fans, ten thousand people. That would have made it so much better. Do you think they'd let the oh. fans throw streamers in the ring? Yeah, they the Asian one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they did. Um, they did when um, it wasn't an NXT event, but it was uh, the Beast in the East event. Uh, back in oh, 2015, yeah, yeah. where um, it was uh, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens, and they did like the whole streamers and um, and the flowers as well with, at, at the end. Yeah, that's dope. That's that's dope. Um, what else happened on? Did, oh, the Gargano and um, Keith Lee Keith match. Lee. Um, oh, that was big guy, little guy, little guy being the heel and trying to do everything he can to beat this this monster um i like the throwback with the keys i liked uh I, I liked how much of an asshole johnny gargano was in this match 
And they had that cool spot where they uh, used the ring cam yeah. on the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, Johnny was trying yeah. to get it back in the house. And I must have missed his entrance because I didn't realize he came out of the house. So I was like, why is he trying oh, yeah. to get back in through the front door? And it all made sense. All those vignettes they were shooting were inside that house, apparently. That's so funny. Um, oh. And that finish was cool. That finishing move was legit. Uh, what was the the spear bomb? Didn't put him away, but the... Uh, the BBC dude. Yeah, that that move is fucking dope, dude. And the BBC is that a great so name dope. for it too. <laughs> what the Big Bang catastrophe, big, dude? Yeah, Big Bang catastrophe. Well, uh, we know what it really means. Yeah, uh, come on, it's we know what it means. <laughs> Keith, Keith Lee knows the BBC. That's my moral impression. It's it was it, it was a great it was a great match. Um, maybe it might have gone a, a, a tad too long. But um, overall, it was it was a good match. Uh, I would if you if you were to tell me between that match or the women's match or even uh, Finn Balor and um, Damian nah, nah, Priest. Nah. yeah, Damian Priest. I mean, that was actually a very good match as well. Yeah, um, one match that was short and didn't really do anything for me other than what they wanted to do was the Killer Cross uh, Tommaso Ciampa match. I thought that match was super short. And uh, I mean, they're getting it was perfect. They're getting Champa. I mean, they're getting cross uh, built up like a big heel. Um, Champa really didn't get out of the gate in this match at all. What do you guys think of that one? I, I thought it was pretty short and sweet. It's kind of a, a, a changing in the guard too. both Champa and Gargano and Velveteen lost like NXT staples. They all lost that night. And I um, it's maybe it's a new time, new era. That's very I true. I guess that's one in your house accomplished for me at least <clears throat> what do you guys think of all the nostalgia and things that they were bringing back for this pay-per-view i thought i marked out every single time they did anything that reminded me of being a kid oh todd Payingale, he looks good for 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 not being around for a while i missed the, the 900 number, <laughs> the still, 900 number the... <laughs> still sounds the same um the way he conducts himself i i thought he, he wwe should do more with him um, I mean, I'm not saying have them on every show, but like whenever they have like a, a retro event, definitely have them on there because um, the way he conducts himself, the way he carries himself on TV is, um, you know, he's believable. And back then you didn't really think like, oh, you know, he just seemed like he's some kind of annoying, but you look back at it now and you like, like this guy was actually very good. He made you hype for a show. He, yeah. he made you want to purchase a pay-per-view and to watch it. Yeah, and like his voice was like such like a, a radio DJ voice, but like he didn't talk down to us at all. Like I feel like the the company makes people do now, especially Michael uh, Cole. Um, what yeah, Michael's been a radio DJ for uh, at least thirty years. Oh, uh, really? In New York area. Okay. Yeah. See, so that, he's, that's he's, dope. he's been on, he's been on the airways for for quite a while now, and he looks good. It was the equivalent of like seeing like uh, Mark Summers, you know, just someone that yes. puts a smile on my yes. face whenever yes. I see. Right. That's the best fucking comparison by far. Right. Okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Mark uh, Summers for the win for sure. Um, what'd you guys think of Morrow? I feel like without Nigel, he was a little off his game. I feel like he didn't really, um, he had a hard time putting his words together and his thoughts. Um, he didn't have Nigel there to like pick up the slack that I didn't really look into it too much. Um, I was just enthralled with some of these matches. Um, so for me, that's a win. If I if I don't really notice how bad a commentator is, or is there something missing, I find that as a win, I suppose. Okay. Dick, did he's, you notice? He, he's um, 
I, I, him and Nigel as a team, I thought were the best team on in, in WWE as far as commentating goes. I didn't even put him up with anyone in AEW. It, it's um, it's it's it sucks that uh, Nigel is uh, is furloughed for now. Um, hopefully, when things start opening up again, he he may end up coming back, and that's going to lead to another uh, sets of questions as far as um, with with other with other members of the rosters. What do you, what do you do? What's going what's going to happen? Uh, if he comes back, I, that'd be great. If, if this is the end of Nigel and it's him and Tom Phillips, um, it's definitely not as good as uh, Tom. And, I mean, I'm sorry, as uh, Nigel and Marl. Yeah, for sure. Um, the opening match I thought left a lot to be desired. They didn't really build it up. They literally announced it on Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. That was something I thought could have been like on the pre-show, especially because. Everyone in that match kind of had their own story going, especially with like Candice and Mia, Dakota and Tegan have their thing. Um, and then Shotzi's just kind of there because Shotzi's awesome. Um, Get her out there, right? But yeah, it was just, it was a weird, weird opener. Other than that, I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, do you think WWE a- will do more of these nostalgia? You know, bringing out the Ico Pro commercials and having Regal do the uh, uh, promotional consideration paid for by the following. It, it is Laura Alfred Hayes impersonation. It was great. It was so good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. The WWE ice cream bars were back. Um, I think they should make this a thing. Um, Fuck, I want one of those right now. I'm hungry. Actually, they're, <laughs> they're pretty bomb. Um, there's a gas station by my house that has them pretty regularly. Oh, fuck. Um, and also shout out to uh, Velveteen Dream for coming out dressed as Negan. I thought that was pretty sick. Oh, yeah, damn, but he's so stylish. Dave Chappelle cool. Negan. Um, this is what it reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Overall, that card was pretty damn good. Um, not the best again from because of circumstances, I think. But it's a changing of the guard for NXT, and I hope that Velveteen goes to the main roster. Roster, the main roster, like you guys said. <laughs> Uh, so thumbs up from everybody. I don't think I would Easy. give. It, I wouldn't give this a thumb down. I've I've never given uh, a takeover a thumbs down, and this is not a show that I'm giving a thumbs down to. So yeah. thumbs up for me. Um, you guys got anything else to add? Um, I think we're pretty much done here. Uh, we can recap. I, I think. I, I think the like like the main question is going to be, well, Adam Cole. Like I, I think we we brushed on it earlier. Hey, bay. What is? Do you see him? Because his contract's gonna expire next year. Yeah. And uh, there was a there was a Road Dog was on um, Corey Graves' podcast, and he did mention that wrote that um, Adam Cole is his favorite wrestler in WWE or in NXT rather at the moment. And pretty much he flat out said, if it wasn't for his height, he would be the main eventer. He would be uh, he would be the main champion. If I you're mean... Adam Cole, what do you like? What do you do? Like, do you? Do you use this as, as motivation to to show everyone, hey, you know, I'm I'm the top guy, whether or not I'm I have the height or not. Do you feel like the, the NXTs are ceiling? Do you want to wait a year and then wait till your contract ends and perhaps go to AEW and join his friends and his girlfriend there? Like, what what does Adam Cole's future look like? I mean, is it is it not as obvious as we think it is, or is it not really an issue? I would love for Adam Cole to go to AEW. I can't imagine him going to the main roster, Vince looking at him and then looking at Braun and then thinking that they're anywhere close to being on the same level, even though Adam Cole is 
one, probably if not the best one of the best wrestlers in the whole company um right so i don't know absolutely unless you call up be- all of them and then that's his, that's his way that he would get the title from braun or another big guy like roman reigns or some someone you know right like the way he conducts himself and the way he cuts promos he that's all on him that that's he like he 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 didn't have to do a whole lot when he was in nxt other than you know they it was a traveling brand and they wanted one they needed a, a top guy to be in that brand yeah but his interview skills the way he conducts himself the way he wrestles i mean he check marks everything that you want in a professional wrestler he makes you Just, feel like he's a big deal yeah right um when a lot of a lot of wrestlers i can't say make me feel like they're a big deal you know he carries himself very him well oh, i the- see him definitely a champion though like wwe champion too Shawn michaels and daniel bryan at j status yeah bret hart um I, c- I could see that happening but who's who's to say i don't know vince has bungled a lot of guys i mean he he's barely struggling to keep um alistair black relevant um, exactly so and those are the two guys where like you can't fuck up these guys there's no way that you can have a two guys come up at the same time and you just bungle them and here he is mr bungles shuts up mr bungle um but yeah we'll see um smackdown has new women's champion tag team champions and bailey and sasha so we got bailey two straps now um interested to see where that's going what's that i think she's actually doing fantastic i think bailey's probably one of the best performers right now she's doing she's turned i think it's perfect now like who she is as a character like it's developed and i'm 100 percent into bailey yeah bailey's been doing work on an, on uh, you know on what i agree with you on that i um at first i wasn't a big fan when she turned heel because uh, it just seemed like she was just she was unsure of herself or there was something that was holding her back or I, for whatever reason for whatever <laughs> yeah for whatever reason it just it, it wasn't working but now that she's gotten used to it now she feels a lot more comfortable and now we're seeing a new dynamic i mean we're going to see a heel bailey and then what appears to be like it could be a babyface Sasha, and uh, they they haven't done that story in NXT, so they've been planting seeds. They've been planting the seed for really what appears to be almost a year, because it's it's been a while, right? Yeah, it has. Um, and I think of a lack of crowd has really let Bailey blossom into mm-hmm. this heel character that she's become. And I just hope that when a crowd, when the crowd comes back, she's still going to have that confidence to tell people to shut their mouths, you know, and, yeah, and be that that's... big heel that she's been. She's been doing awesome. Do you, do, do you wait until you get a crowd or do you, uh, I mean, cause SummerSlam's coming up. Uh, not, I mean, obviously not, I think in, well, two pay-per-views from now, I'm not sure August. if there's going to be a pay-per-view in July. Yeah. not going to be a pay-per-view in July, right? I hope not. I don't think so. So probably- uh, in two months, I mean, do you pull the trigger? Um, I mean, originally, SummerSlam was supposed to be in Boston. Don't know if it's going to be in Boston. Um, we don't even know if there's going to even if there's going to be any people in attendance other than maybe whatever is uh, – maybe the, other than the PC uh, performers. Which uh, is – it's so bad the way that they make these people act like – audience members um when they were chanting fall and pray during killer cross's entrance i was cringing so hard um that's that i don't know 
you want to make I, it feel natural and like they didn't sound like they were even into it they, they felt like someone told them you need to say this when he comes out um i, I don't i don't like how they're producing the people at least aw the crowd they're able to act like themselves you know and, and have personalities and you know you have these nxt uh what do they call them performance training uh trainees performance trainees. center trainees um, they had to stop SmackDown during an MVP uh, promo because he referred to them as NXT superstars. And they said, cut, cut. We need to do that again. MVP, they're called performance center trainees. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, the over management, overproduction is just really killer. And also at the same time, they're, 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 they're taping back to back episodes. So, one day they were there for six hours and then they're there for five hours so they were doing 12 they were cheering for like 12 hours uh you know for for two days or so and then some of them were even on nxt wrestling as well i mean look at shotzi she was in the crowd for uh for uh for raw yeah Aaliyah too and Aaliyah as well and and they had to go there wednesday I just Um, love the random cuts to the rock's daughter (laughs) just randomly by herself (laughs) Yeah, uh, we'll see, you know, what 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 they can do to, like, make things better. Um, but for now, I think we're, we're we'll put a pin in this episode. Uh, we'll see you guys back here Saturday. Maybe we'll do a live stream Saturday and uh, catch up. Or Friday people. night, we'll see. Or Friday, yeah. One yeah, and, and, and hopefully it becomes a little more positive uh, compared to last week. But we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, we just got to take it one day at a time. Yeah. Keep the fight. Keep the fight alive, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for joining us, listening, downloading, telling your friends, telling your friends' neighbors. Uh, make sure you tell them we are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting and Black Lives Matter. We'll see you next week.